Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. As we dive deep into the week's events with some very special guests. Our friends of the show, Mal Dracina and Adam Rosenbach. Yeah. Great to have them back. Plus award-winning pastry chef and dessert master, smash hit Anna Polyview joins us. So exciting. But let's start with that breaking news. We begin with breaking news. Optus CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin has resigned. In a statement, Bayer-Rosmarin said... Oh. <laughs> Actually, while we're here, let's have a game. We might come back to that. The other big news this week. And three flight attendants. It was a lovely... Big, big congratulations to the Aussie man winning World Cup number six. Let's get the latest from India. Hello again. One place to start. That's in Mumbai. <laughs> Mumbai. <laughs> Look, well done to the Aussies and well done to Channel 9 for their wonderful commentary. Job done in the field for the Aussies, but can they back it up with the bat? We will break it down next while Spider-Man Peter Parker and Miles Morales return for an exciting new adventure in the critically acclaimed Marvel Spider-Man franchise for PlayStation 5. Let's take a look. Let's take a look afterwards. Amazing commentary. Wonderful. You know, that classic villain, the Sandpaper Man. No, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Look, did you, did you stay up and watch the game? You're going to be deported. Yeah. I did stay up. It finished around 3 in the, in the morning. It was a wonderful game. I did fall asleep during the post-match presentation, though, and I, I woke up to this. Let's open our Bibles first to the book of Romans. <laughs> It was a long night. Wow, that Spider-Man game looks a bit different than I would have imagined. It's on PS5, it's great. <laughs> Staying overseas now. Welcome to the 72nd Miss Universe! Yes, the 72nd Miss Universe competition was held over the weekend. Yes, you've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it every year. Of course you do. Well, yeah, every day. <laughs> It's a wonderful pageant. Yes, it was held in El Salvador. And if you don't know about El Salvador, the country, if you're a visitor or watching online, we have you covered. There is city life, yes. surfing, yes. and Zuri. Over 100 volcanoes. There's a whole lot of volcanoes, girls. Yes, it is. How cool. It was a great pageant. You had the swimwear, the evening wear, and the thermal lava suit wear. It was a lovely touch. I watched every minute of, of Miss Universe, did. Mel. Let me take you through it. Let's just play the whole thing. Um, <laughs> it starts, of course, with the introductions. The contestants come out and yell out their country, some with more energy than others. In Japan's defence, some countries' names are a little easier to have fun with. A little tough. Hey, well done to the Virgin Islands. Nice to see my uh, homeland represented. Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed these two contestants. Aruba, Ooh, I want to take you. Well done to those two. Stunning. Sadly, Miss Bermuda and Miss Bahama were unable to make it through. So, where are we up to in the alphabet? We might come back to this, Nepal. 
Actually, speaking of Anne, where was Miss New Zealand? Oh, there was no New Zealand There was no New Zealand there at all. I was busy. <laughs> how, how would your intro go? So we've just heard Miss Nepal. Yeah. We're too shy. I'd be like, New Zealand, I guess. <laughs> Sadly, some of the contestants sounded like they were in pain. Fumes from the volcanoes, really. No, sadly, she'd been struck by Miss North Korea. Um, <laughs> so let's learn. Let's learn a little bit more about the contestants. Bang! Yes, Athena Perez, the former rhythmic gymnast and victim of cyberbullying. <laughs> <laughs> victim of cyberbullying. <laughs> She's actually from Spain, uh, from Pamplona, where they have the traditional running of the cyberbullies, which um, <laughs> it's a traditional event. Well, staying overseas... World leaders, including Anthony Albanese, are in San Francisco for the APEC Summit. Yes, world leaders gathered in San Francisco for the APEC Summit. It's an important regional forum of leading Asia-Pacific economies. Korea! Yeah, yeah. They're all there. So world leaders gathered in San Francisco for APEC. The city underwent a pretty major cleanup. The city undergoing a major cleanup effort ahead of the conference. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so naturally, Anthony Albanese was at APEC. Mr. Albanese finding common ground with other leaders. We were at a Gwen Stefani concert last night. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> The meeting was B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-
Let's bring in our reporter on the ground. NBC News Chief White House Correspondent Peter Alexander joins us now. Peter Alexander. Peter Alexander, force there in San Francisco. Peter Alexander has late details. He's also got 30% off pyjamas this week, so well done, Peter Alexander. I think we can bring in our correspondent David Jones, who's yeah. standing by for us. Maybe not. Uh, oh, we've got Rodney Wayne. Is he there? Yes, he's there. Dick Smith. <laughs> no, we're just having a trouble getting a hold of Dick. Um, <laughs> there before. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's bring in another expert. Stephen Mosher is a China expert and Stephen Mosher joins me now. Stephen, those, those uh, objectives, they seem to be rather vague, right? I, I hear you, but I can't see you. What happened? Oh. Open your eyes, Stephen. What are you doing? Well, there has been a mixed reaction to the meeting between the US and China, but at the end of the day... They may have differing views, but they are still at least talking. Lester? All right, Janice, we'll ask you to stand by. Let's go back to Peter Alexander. Uh, Peter... <laughs> Come back to, we're going to take a break. Back with more in the cheap seats right after this. Now, just before we go any further, before the break, we were doing some jokes about Aussie stores, Peter Alexander, mm -hmm. David Jones, and then you mentioned a store called Rodney, Rodney Wayne. Wayne. I, I, I've, I've now Googled it, and Rodney Wayne is a New Zealand-only hair salon. Great. <laughs> what, a, what a reference. That, that was a universal reference, but, you know, the people who got it, got it. So that's, <laughs> that's all that matters. No one got it. <laughs> you need to update your references. Yep. Surely he goes to a bylo. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, here's a brand we know and love. The Cheap Seats brought to you by Schweppes. A set for your senses. <laughs> Fantastic products. I've got the Schweppes Bitter Lemon here, which is uh, the name of your outfit, by the way. Um, <laughs> big thank you to Schweppes, a brand we all know and love. <laughs> well, let's see what's making news. You're live with BBC News. Pardon me. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Interesting, someone just fell off their chair at the mention of Rodney Wayne. <laughs> Who is Rodney Wayne? Shout out to Rodney, love your products. <laughs> How about the ABC instead? I'm sorry, but there's a seal blocking my driveway. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. But can we hear more? The resident of the property, Amber, hasn't been able to go to work because Neil is blocking the way. The Neil the seal. Very famous in Tasmania. That lady could not go to work. <laughs> because how about those three excuses? A dog ate my homework. A seal ate my Hilux. What a great excuse. Great story by the ABC and I enjoyed the sign-off. Elephant seals typically move onto land for three to four weeks as they molt. So Neil could be a regular visitor. Anyone who encounters him is advised to stand 20 metres away, giving him plenty of space. Yeah, and look behind. <laughs> Can we just see that again? Yeah, Eliza closer. I think you needed to send Eliza further. Um, oh, God, God. Look, it is that magical time of year again. Race for schoolies. The class of 2023 is out. Schoolies. Schoolies. It's an we shouldn't be that excited about it. <laughs> You're not going? No, I'm going. Well, I'm only 12. Um, schoolies, it is a wonderful time of year. It is an exciting time for students. The future's bright for students at Birong Girls and Boys High School. 
both schools are run down and lacking critical resources. The future is bright. The future bright. is so bright. Well, Channel 7 got an interesting schoolies exclusive. Schoolies celebrations are about to begin. We meet the dad who's been to the event 12 times. He tells us what really goes on. <laughs> Just good to see Koshy back on sunrise, isn't it? <laughs> well, there were reinforcements at schoolies standing by. Police had a busy night of their own taking selfies with teens. That's not your job. That's not your job. <laughs> Look, schoolies, here's a word of warning. It's all about safety. A Lamborghini parked in the middle of Caval Avenue wrapped in extra protection, ensuring teens are keeping safe. A supercar um, covered or adorned in uh, condoms. Wow. Perfect for a sports car because it usually has a dick inside. Um, <laughs> School is, though, it is traditionally absolutely hectic. In the early years, it really was chaos. Yeah. This year, though, just as wild. Swarming juice shops in search <laughs> of an acai bowl. Pace yourself, kids. Yes. Remember it. Two beers for every acai bowl. It's an important <laughs> message. Absolutely. Well, there is some good news. It is getting easier to get to the Gold Coast. Mackay locals can now fly directly to the Gold Coast for the first time in almost a decade. Amazing. And how did it go? Newest route connects the Glitter Strip with the gateway to the Sundays. This morning's flight went really well. They arrived. Uh... Great. <laughs> Their that... luggage didn't, but still. Is that the bar for Bonza? They arrived. What a success. <laughs> Moving on now. Sparks fly as Coldplay delivers an electric performance in Perth. Yes, mm. a massive weekend in Perth for Coldplay fans. Ticket holders are encouraged to plan ahead. Plan ahead. Yeah, especially because they're going to Optus Stadium. Yes. <laughs> you might want to have a backup Vodafone Stadium, yes. a backup Telstra Stadium, just be careful. Absolutely. But the concert, it was incredible. What else was on offer? There's even special Coldplay-themed burgers on offer, like the Fish You and Viva La Vegan. Wow. Yum. I enjoyed the Barra, 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 Barramundi. Um, <laughs> 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 a lot of Coldplay fans in. Yep. And uh, sadly, the chicken, it was all yellow. Um, <laughs> so um, moving on now, and it is a magical time of year. Tis the season to be aware of online shopping scams. Fa-la-la-la-la. Yes, the countdown to Christmas is on. It's good news for South Australians. Christmas Day is set to be declared a public holiday in South Australia. Wow. <laughs> well, it's all about lining up with the other states. With every other mainland state and territory uh, in Australia, SA workers have been missing out for too long. OK, I think the Easter Bunny has jumped on the wrong <laughs> protest. <laughs> Look, Christmas celebrations are ramping up in the Northern Territory with the Darwin Christmas Parade. More than 40 floats and hundreds of Territorians are expected to walk, dance and parade as part of the pageant. The Chief Elf, a.k.a. me, uh, I'll be on a stretcher. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> He's had way too many acai bowls. Yes. <laughs> Elf on the hospital shelf, be careful of that. But with Christmas fast approaching, it's all about the reindeer. This deer definitely deserves a call up to Santa's squad. <laughs> Calling cattle flying through the air and crashing into a ute. Rudolph the Dislocated Nose Reindeer. 
<laughs> Christmas came early for this family. Three-year-old Mozart went missing from his Nord home just before Christmas two years ago. Mm. His heartbroken owner Mark has feared the worst ever since. That was until last Monday when a police officer found Mozart wandering the grounds of Government House. The RSPCA says a simple microchip was all it took to identify his owner, leading to this perfect family reunion. Beautiful. Ray of sunshine. Okay. There's only 5% of stray cats that are microchipped, so this Saturday only you can get your cat microchipped for free at pet stock stores across Adelaide. What a great initiative. Anything else you want to report on? Yes. <laughs> the immediate surroundings. We're back to the holiday season, and there's a great new Christmas initiative. Telstra officially connecting their pay phones to the North Pole today. All you have to do is dial hash ho ho ho. Just be careful. Just be careful calling that number. You might get a Lamborghini covered in condoms. But it, what a beautiful Christmas initiative. It's a great Christmas initiative, isn't it? It is a great. It's a great Christmas initiative. Telstra have set up a Santa hotline for kids. And Channel 9 reporters. Santa, it's Yasmin calling from Nine News. Did you get my wish list? That's right, a house on hedges and a really good story. Mm-hmm, a house on hedges and a really good story. And boy, did Santa deliver. Yasmin, there's a goat on the loose in Upper Coomera. <laughs> Either, no kidding. Yes. yes. Oh, well done, Yasmin. Sorry. What's on your Christmas wish list? <laughs> Actually, before we go, just put some apple earpods. Can we just check back in on Miss Nepal? Is she still going? Yeah, she's still going. We're going to take a break back with more team seats. Right after this. Showbiz to take us through it all. Would you please welcome to the desk our cultural correspondent from Nova FM? It's Mel Tresina. Love to see you, Mel. What have you been watching this week? All right, let's start in the Big Brother house where the housemates got a lesson on dolphins. Is it true that dolphins enjoy having sexual intercourse? Yes, yes, that is true. Third day, you have a vagina and a penis. Oh, dolphins, yeah. Best of both worlds. What? Yeah, I know, yeah. How sick's that? You can do whatever you want. If you want to sit down and pee or stand up and pee, mate, you're a free agent. <laughs> or just swim and pee because yeah. you're a dolphin. You know how they say Big br Brother is always watching? I reckon he stopped. <laughs> I think. Well, this season has actually been so saucy and they've also brought back Big Brother Uncut. And to be honest, I can't tell the difference between the two yeah. shows. So I wanted to bring you a new game. What? Uncut or not? Or not. Yeah, yeah, it's very clever. Uh, it's the way you decide whether the clip I'm showing you is from Big Brother or Big Brother Uncut. Right. All right. Let's start with housemates Ari and Jake. Oh, that feels so good. Oh my gosh, really good. <laughs> I think that's from Tim Surchester. No. <laughs> uh, Miss Universe. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say that was from. I reckon that's the uncut version of the show. You think that's uncut? Yeah. Mal, you're locking in uncut? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was from just Big Brother, normal it's, Big Brother. It's just regular Big just Brother. Just regular Big bro Brother. Wow. Yeah, it kind of just looked like two dolphins having pleasure. Right. <laughs> Next clip for our game is of housemate Dion. 
All right, is that uncut or not? That's a trick question. That's old people's home for teenagers. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I'm going to say I'm going to go with the rule of the first one in the sense that it was raunchy, so yeah. maybe it's from the regular Big Brother. I reckon that's from... What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm not listening. <laughs> Mel's locked in up. You're locking in. Uncut. Yeah, I'm going to say it's from original Big Brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens when you order the WAP dance from Wish. Yeah. <laughs> and third you know, and... You know, see what I love about this game? It's, the options are it's uncut <laughs> or not. And your answer is it's the original. <laughs> Nup means it's in the show. It's from Big Brother. Right. Nup would be it's not in the show. <laughs> Nup means it's not in the not show. It's, <laughs> it's not in the cut. Yeah. Yeah. And Tim was saying cut, but it's uncut. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the director there is saying cut. <laughs> cut this chat. Move on. Right. Get out of here. Just one more. One more. One, one more. more. Third and final clip brought to you by housemate Zach. Hey, does anyone hear ear tips? Well, I just love doing it because it feels good. I was... It does, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It feels like you enter another dimension. <laughs> okay, so cut or nup? Uncut or nup? <laughs> <laughs> Why is my game so hard? Let me take over. You guys can use the hashtag say nup to the uncut or nup. Can <laughs> <laughs> forever? Uh, I reckon that was on uncut. Uncut. I'm going to say nup to your employment. <laughs> <laughs> It's been lovely knowing you. Melanie was right. That was uncut. And that was... <laughs> and I think that was an overall nup. Never returning it. <laughs> a new season of Bachelor in Paradise has premiered in the US, set in stunning Mexico. Or as they say in Miss Universe... Mexico! Mexico! <laughs> That's fun. Uh, we, <laughs> we got a sneak peek into the upcoming season and things even got a little serious. Let me get the medic to the beach, please. Someone has a serious medical emergency. I am going on nine days of no pooping. Oh. They should have just given us a Mexican food. I reckon that would fix it up. <laughs> and spoiler alert, this season we're even being promised a baby. We still haven't had movement. Sunrise tomorrow morning, we'll have to deliver almost like a poo baby. Oh, <laughs> my God. Nup. Don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger doco has dropped on Netflix, where he delved into his time as a bodybuilder, actor, and of course, his contribution to politics. I then decided when I became governor that they should actually have a smoking tent. And it was not so much about the smoking, it was just a social place. S smoking tent. Why does his voice sound different? It sounds like he's doing a bad Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. <laughs> I keep working on it. Uh, well, he does love to chat and have a smoke. So, what does that sound like? Most people don't know that they worry and they work and they worry and they work. Where's the fun? <laughs> I have no see idea what he's trying saying. to say. Christmas initiative. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's very hard. It's hard. All right, now I hope you've bought your passports. Are we still going? <laughs> <laughs> We're setting sail again to... Love Island Australia. Bombshell Ryan opened up on his time in the villa after being dumped. 
Have you enjoyed your time here? Fuck no. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Most people's response to watching Love Island. Yes. <laughs> over to Love Island Games, where there are islanders from all over the world on this show, which makes communicating even harder for the islanders. In the second jar, I went on Love Island. The second what? Like, the second jar. Jar? Yeah. What's a jar? Yeah, second jar. What does that mean? Where are you from again? Birmingham in UK, yeah. Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh. <laughs> I reckon she should try just yelling at them. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> or talking with a cigar. And that was... Yeah. of Love Islands. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Last but not least, the ARI Awards took yes. place uh, last week on Wednesday. It was a huge night for the Australian music industry. Troy Sivan won four ARIAs. G-Flip won two. Legends Jet were inducted into the Hall of Fame. And, of course, the cheap seats were on the red carpet. Hello, it is Mel Trasina, your cultural correspondent for the cheap seats here at the red carpet for the ARIA Music Awards. And I thought, you know who I should teach about Australian music? My Kiwi friend, Melanie Bracewell. Hello. Oh, I was up there. I'm very excited to learn, sensei. When I see Mel Trasina, all I want to do is... Oh, cheap seats! The cheap seats! Melanie is from New Zealand, so I've taken her to the Arias to learn about Australian music. And I love New Zealand. Me too. There's a bear in there and a chair as well. Sing along, everyone. It's play school, play school. We're going to have a very special performance that will take you through the eras of Australian hip-hop. Oh, my God, that sounds like Taylor Swift. Are you actually brothers? Yes. Okay, get to that. How many times tonight do you think you were talking to someone and had no idea who they were? Probably right now. Lucy Higgins is one of us. I meant that I, I know Scott. Oh, really? Do you still get that moment of yeah. fangirling? 100%. Maybe with Troy Sivan tonight. You said, <gasps> oh, I, I just tried you to got steal to told you the Do you know what ARIA stands for? What does ARIA stand for? Um, I love the cheap seats, my favourite show. When I speak to my, my favourite TV show, it's pretty good. The cheap seats. Do you have any tips then for people coming to the Arias for the first time? Don't drink too much, I think it's a good one. It's a long night. Too late. M-M-M-I-M, M-M-M-M. Where's Tim, by the way? Doesn't get a game to you again? No, it's a girl's trip. And that's it. We're wrapping up the red carpet for the ARIA Music Awards. Melanie, do you feel like you've learnt anything? I learnt the lyrics to the Play School theme song. And that's a win. Back to you, Tim. Well done. Well done, you two. What a lovely package that was. Can I just clarify something? Uh, Troy Sivan was nominated, G Flip was nominated, Jet was nominated. Yeah. You two spoke to Richard Wilkins. <laughs> The cast of Love Island and Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Sounds like a productive red carpet to yeah. me. We didn't talk to Troy Sivan, but we did talk to Ange Bishop about what she spoke to Troy Sivan. Oh, great. Great. That is yeah. an exclusive. It was an exclusive. Yeah. Anyway, that was our wrap-up of the ARIA red carpet, and that's my week in arts and entertainment. So would you please thank Mel Trasina! <laughs> In a massive week in the world of sport. To bring us up to speed, would you please welcome one of our favourites, writer, comedian, friend of the show, it's Adam Rosenberg! Thank you. Thank you for coming back. Lovely to see you, Rosie. Absolute uh, pleasure. And just to let you know, I might have to keep this a little bit quick because I do need to get back to schoolies. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're that dad that's been 22 years in a row. Yeah, dad. Yeah. <laughs>
It's a special I've, time of year for you, Adam. It is, yeah. I've got some stuff that I need to move on Gumtree, so... Um, actually, I probably don't need to rush. Can MDMA go off? Let's, let's, <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should rush. OK, sure. It has sure. been a big week in the world of sport. It has. The big story of the week uh, was, of course, the cricket. Australia claimed their sixth men's World Cup title, defeating India in front of 92,000, and Travis Head was the star of the show with an outstanding performance in the field and with the bat. And I just love Travis Head so much. Like, he just gives us all so much hope because he looks like a bloke who's just won a quaddie on the animated greyhounds at the pub. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And if he can do it, so can we. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well done to the Aussies. And didn't they celebrate in style? What a proud moment. Interesting fact about that, uh, in a country of 1.5 billion people, uh, Pat Cummins is the first person to be alone in India since 1976. Wow! Love <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, the Aussie team, we win together, we celebrate individually. Yes, <laughs> I need to take it away from no. Pat there. Uh, now, to the Socceroos who have kicked off their World Cup qualifiers last week against their traditional rivals, football powerhouse Bangladesh. <laughs> Mel? Bangladesh! Bangladesh! Yeah, and before the game, we found out how coach Graham Arnold wanted them to play. Graham Arnold wants his Socceroos to play like they're in the backyard in the opening World Cup qualifier against Bangladesh. Yeah, uh, it didn't work out so well. One of the players was sent off when they kicked the ball into Mum's Good Roses. Oh. So, yeah. I'm not happy about that. No, not at all. And it only ended at uh, half-time because Dad parked the car in the penalty box. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a tough afternoon. And the hills hoist in the middle of the ground was a lovely touch, wasn't it? That was nice. Now to the F1 and the inaugural Las Vegas GP was held uh, this weekend. 500 million US dollars was poured into this race. So a lot of money, of course, means you'd expect the street circuit to be fairly flat and not, say, have a bit of a manhole cover on it. <laughs> Stop the car wow. engine off. Wow. Is... That's what it looked like from the and, side. And I said, check you, person hole. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. Thank you. 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 Thank but the Americans know how to hype up the drivers. Have a look at this great intro for Checo Perez. Checo Perez! <laughs> 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 that is me at every party yeah. I go to. Yes. It's yeah. like, present. <laughs> I don't know if we've got a still of, of, the, of Checo Perez there at the end, but... I think he was more worried about the car that Red Bull have given him. That <laughs> looks... That's not great. You don't yeah. want your car to be able to be started with a crank. <laughs> uh, now, the Grand Slam of darts was also held this weekend, as you obviously all knew, uh, with Luke Humphreys claiming his second major title. Now, not many people know that the singer Sia is actually a huge fan, and you know how normally you can't see her face when she performs? Yeah. Well, here she is, opening the night. <laughs> That's amazing. Haunting. Amazing. Haunting. No wonder you never recognise her when you see her on the street. <laughs> but the one thing the darts does really well is a pretty hectic atmosphere. Whoa, he 
This is amazing. Now, the newest batch of AFL draftees have found their homes. It's a long and gruelling road to make it to the top in the AFL, which asks a lot of questions from the young men. When Gold Coast interviewed us, they was kind of like, go through your life in chapters like a book. Um, so I thought that was a bit weird, like kind of, yeah, you had, you could have like 20 different chapters on, they had four. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling his book had a lot of colouring in yeah. involved in that one. Like, <laughs> picked a storybook, I think. <laughs> yeah. They've turned it into a film, a short film. Yes, very, <laughs> very short film. What yeah. would the chapters be in your book? Oh, toolies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the arrests. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those are several, vo several volumes, <laughs> aren't they? That's right. To the NFL now, and Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow gave us great insight into how the plays are called during the game. Dice right, F fly, Whiskey Brady. Dice right numbers, three jets, Spielberg. I'm wondering. Trey right closer, karate, can, 12 duo, alert booty. I'm wondering. Frizzle left tight, F fly, past 37 punch, waggle, help, baby dizzy, X fan on the turbo. What? <laughs> Sounds like he's ordering furniture at Ikea. <laughs> Is that for real? That's how they, that's how they do yeah, set plays? that's how they come through, yeah. Wow. And finally, to my new favourite rivalry in sport, a Tesla versus a Zorb bull. What? That's right, Tesla v Zorb. <laughs> and just one thing to note as you're watching this, there's someone in the Zorb bull. It's okay, they rescued him when the Tesla caught fire, it burnt the tree down. So it was all great. So, yeah. Thank God for that. On that, though, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Mr. Adam Rosenberg? Thank you. Welcome back to the Chief Seat. And it's time for a very special guest. Dessert Queen Anna Polivu. It's Anna Polivu. The punk princess of pastry. Magic. This is seriously going to be so much fun. Would you please welcome superstar pastry chef currently starring on Dessert Masters, it's Anna Polivu! I mean, they're so excited that I'm here, and so am I. My favourite TV show after <laughs> Dessert Masters. <laughs> We're in your top ten. That's great, Anna. It is so exciting to have you on the show. So much to talk to you about, but we're loving you in Dessert Masters. It's... Oh, look, I'm loving being on there as well and love watching myself. I've got to add that one. <laughs> um, but it's good to see what everyone's doing. Everyone's fantastic, aren't they? So, yeah, they are. Well, um... <laughs> your favourite... <laughs> Is it the pink Mohawk woman? Um... It's Reynolds, but you're, a, you're, you're in my top two, Anna. No, we love, we love you on the show, and it's really interesting because you've been on MasterChef before, um, setting challenges, setting pressure tests. This is your first time on the other side of the bench. What's that been like? It just means I'm going to be there longer to taste everything and eat everything. So it's not just one episode, it's ten episodes. So I get to eat everyone's work and go into the pantry and help myself. It's like grocery shopping, really. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> is that one of the main reasons why you wanted to do the show? Um, yeah, slightly. Just yeah. to eat, really. Yeah. Well, everyone has different reasons for being on the show. I'm here on Dessert Masters just to test myself. I'm here because I wanted to challenge myself. I'm only here so I can eat your food. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the trophy? Just feed me. Just feed me. <laughs> you just wanted a snack. Yeah. I just wanted to... I came out of the jungle and went straight into filming, so I was hungry. Yeah. yeah that's fair. And it shows. This is you in the pantry. You're just snacking. <laughs> <laughs> You're just writing it. It's a well-balanced diet. You know, I'm eating a lot of sugar and then I have a cucumber. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you do make some incredible food on the show. I enjoyed this dish. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> Anna, what's the name of this dish? <laughs> <laughs> I said to me it was an apple, but then he didn't believe me. Um, obviously, it's a hot dog. It's not a savoury hot dog. It is a dessert hot dog. Oh, absolutely. And there's a pe- there's a hot dog is actually peanut butter. Yeah. The shoe fries is mustard sauce. You know, tomato sauce is actually, you know, like a strawberry coolie. I mean, it looks real, and it's just... I should have bought some. Yeah, I mean, we asked, but... Um... <laughs> The challenge was to create a dish that wasn't what it seemed. And I loved your hot dog, but I also enjoyed Andy's dish. For the first time in my career, I'm going to serve a dessert in a dustpan. It's going to look like a horrible pile of leaves. I'm not going to look advertising at all, but I'm here to take risks. Yeah, Andy went outside and dusted up the pan and then brought it in and he won as well. And is he now receiving counselling? Or... Did you, did you taste the dustpan? I actually didn't. It was actually quite delicious. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I really like sand and leaves. We oh, <laughs> didn't have that. It was really, it was actually quite nice. And he's a really good chef. I taught him everything he knows. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, watching you on the show has inspired me to make my own version of an incredible dessert, Anna, but I don't have the, you know, all the fancy ingredients and equipment that you guys have. So this was my effort watching. <laughs> um, and, and, and Tim, what do you call this? It's actually my hot dog because yeah. it, um, it tastes like. Into it. Yeah. Can I talk you through it? We've got a. <laughs> <laughs> I talk you through it. <laughs> We've got a tiny teddy on some tip tams. And, no. and the colourful rainbow around it. What is that? Because that, I'm just fascinated it is by it. That's that's a reduction of M and M's. Because there, there were 20, but I ate some, so there was a reduction there. Um, what would you score that dish? You know. Um... Can I just before you score it? My grandma used to make that dish, and making that <laughs> brought back so many memories. Well, I, I, I'll leave it up to Mel. Mel, what was that? I just feel like you are trying to plug your Twitter account. That's <laughs> <laughs> the result of that dish. Can we say that again? Because there's an interesting <laughs> detail there. McDonald, OK, yeah. all right, there it is. We're talking about desserts, you're starting on Dessert Masters. We know you as a pastry um, wonder. What's your favourite dessert? I, I, I can't say I've got favourites. I love all of them. Equally. I mean, I do love ice cream. Ice cream's my favourite thing to have. Right. 100% put popcorn in there, swirl it around and eat it. Popcorn my favorite. and ice cream? Yeah, absolutely. Divided the room there on that yes. one. Yeah. Is that a yes or a no over there in the audience? I think we need to take this to a break. Oh, oh. <laughs> Why are they judging me? With my popcorn, um, slightly wet. As well. <laughs> that sounds perfect. And do you know what I want with my ice cream? Corn bits in my teeth. <laughs> you do make some amazing stuff. You make a mean rocky road. We've got some here. Less of a rocky road, more of a rocky highway. We've got going on. <laughs> it's amazing. And not often you see a handsaw in the MasterChef kitchen, is there? That was actually for a demo that I thought I did really good. There was standing ovation with the audience, but the organisers did not approve. And I don't know if it was the saw, because I ended up bringing a chainsaw out after that. But uh, maybe that was the issue there. Yes. <laughs> we also saw you earlier this year on I'm a Celebrity, yes. Get Me Out of Here. Uh, you were doing a whipping of a different kind. Let's have a look. No. Oh, no. Got it. Got it. Got it. No! Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's always good when you're doing something and people shout, No! Yes. yes, and it went from zero to um, hero to zero in um, very quickly. You did eventually get the hang of it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. She was just joking. I actually didn't know how to. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Of 
coaching after that. Yes, yes. I'm very good. <laughs> there was something, something that really got me with that is just the, the, the audience you have who go, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, Anna, we have loved having you here. And as a token of our appreciation, I've been in the cheap seats kitchen and I've made... Oh, this is weird. <laughs> And out of the cheap seats, blast chiller, I've made you. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. I've made you a delicious dessert. Enjoy. Wow, team! That, to me, is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Tim, I've never seen this before. A prop gag. Um, <laughs> Anna, it has been a delight to have you. We're loving you on Dessert Masters, which continues on 10 and 10 Play. Would you please thank Anna Polivier? <laughs> Cheap seats. Thank you so much for watching this week. Of course, it's our second to last episode. Yes. Next week is our final episode, so we need a big guest that everyone knows. So we've lined up this guy. Oh, who's that? None other than Mr. Rodney Way. Yes. Shampoo shorts. <laughs> is that the Rodney Wayne? The Rodney Wayne, and I don't know, he's not coming on, but there was a photo of it. We've got to move on now and award our final. <laughs> yes, next week's our final episode. This, so, this is the last nominee for Reporter of the Year, mm. which we'll be unveiling next week. This is a segment where we celebrate incredible work by journos across the country. And it comes this week off the back of a massive lawsuit. Fast food giant Hungry Jack's has won a three-year battle against McDonald's over its Big Mac lookalike. Yes, so they sent in Channel 7 chief correspondent Chris Reason to bring us the story. A bun fight ever since it launched. It was a Mac attack. There was also a beef. Staff were grilled. It had been far from a fast feud. And they found that Hungry Jack's was telling whoppers. OK. But he saved the best till last. They'd won the major battle, perhaps proving the lawyers are better at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> Chris Reason, Seven News. Very good. Chris Reason's covered international politics, coronations, <laughs> the Queen's funeral. He's now doing burger puns. Yes. <laughs> which is what awards him our... <laughs> Funnily enough, Chris Reason was actually the first reporter to win Reporter of the Week in episode one of this year. Oh, my God. What a lovely bookend. Yeah, he's like, a, he's literally like a, a burger. Yes. <laughs> the top and bottom bun of Reporter of the Week. Let's see what else is making news. Diarrhea can strike at the most inconvenient times. Carla, is there anything to help get your day back on track? Can strike at any time. <laughs> Which must mean it's time to check. in the warehouse. This is a segment where we talk all things diarrhoea and constipation. Absolutely. And if you've eaten my dessert, you'll be experiencing <laughs> a bit of those. So, where do we start? It's clinically shown to help relieve the symptoms of diarrhoea and these quick sachets are suitable for adults and children over one year of age. What a relief for the whole family. <laughs> Bro, 
Cody's entire family has diarrhea <laughs> you first. Usually it's just a relief for the whole. <laughs> <laughs> and that was. Yeah. We'll see you next week for our season final right here. Everything.